Hello, welcome to Agents of Sigmar. Just two dads trying to rekindle our childhoods in gaming in the best way we know how, with bad jokes and fun games. Join us in our journey as we talk about tabletop games, board games and card games, all through the eyes of a casual and time-starved parent player. If you enjoy this podcast, please do check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you really appreciate our work, do visit Patreon to support us further. You'll find links to all these in the show notes. Wherever you find our content, please do like, subscribe, retweet, ring those bells and leave us those five-star reviews. We do so crave your approval. With all that begging out of the way, let's crash on. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Agents of Sigmar Tuesday Night Live slash podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, for July the 12th, this is being recorded, and we are calling it Updating Battle Masters or something like that. <laughs> Old blast in the past. If you've been following our YouTube channel, you'll know that we had Valentin in uh, the studio a few weeks ago, and we've started publishing the videos we recorded uh, with him playing Battle Masters, which I believe came from about the 1990s. Yes, it did. It was early 90s, I believe. Uh, it was a it was another thing, a bit like Space Crusade and Hero Quest. They're all MB GW mashups, and um, it was good fun. I quite enjoyed those games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk about more about Battlemasters later, but a quick, um, I don't know whether this will happen or not, but I did notice on our Discord that uh, Valentin has now bought Space Crusade. Um, so whether we will be able to get him back in next time he's in the UK, or maybe sometime down the line when he's in the UK, um, and uh, we can get him into Space Crusade, would be would be hella fun. We, we need four. We so, need another uh, person for that. We, we definitely need four. So one one oh. for each of the Space well, Crusades and one for the Aliens. We have we have options. We, do. we have options. We, do. we could pay somebody to come. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Excellent. So yeah, so that that would be really cool. That would be really cool. Uh, so we'll talk about updating battle masters later. Uh, it'll be about forty-five minutes in if you just want to jump straight to that. Uh, but for now, we'll we'll crash on with what we've been up to and our news, and then we'll look we'll do the round up of the GW news. There's been quite a lot of GW news this week, as always, uh, because they had the skirmish. Uh, reveal what do they call it and then what, what, I forgot what they call it but they have their, their, their live chat where they, they talked about what was coming in their smaller boxed games yep. well still quite big boxes really but huge um, boxes small but, model know, counts the skirmish games the skirmish games yes I mean in the yes. grand scheme of things so, well, with, been... with how GW are pricing things these days like the Horus Heresy stuff and that they're not that big in comparison anymore it's like 80 90 pound boxes oh they're cut price them ones oh yeah exactly you feel like you've got a bargain <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it just yeah. Uh, I can't say it's sustainable, the ever, but it, I always say that, and it just seems to carry yeah, on being sustainable. I'm sure. So I think sure, we said exactly the same thing about a year ago. I can't keep up at this rate. Yeah, the economic. No. Yeah, the economics of Games Workshop is has been a fascinating topic of discussion for a future Tuesday Night Live. But unfortunately, I don't think we're the people to do it. I don't think we we know enough about the industry. Possibly uh, not. But uh, but then you've only got to look at things like uh, I know we're already going off topic because that's what we do here. But I mean, look at things like the, the they've had like two Warcry war releases. They're just boasting another one now. Feels like the last one only came out a few months ago, and I know it was a preview. Yeah, but, I, I feel mean, like it's not that be that far in the future, is it? No, I feel like that was longer ago than perhaps we think. Maybe. But they, this is a whole new... This is a whole... We're talking about covers in a minute, but this is a whole new box, yeah. isn't it? The new rules. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so what have we been playing? Before we go on to the news, what have we been? What have we been, what playing? Have we been playing? So uh, we tried to stream a game yeah. of Oathmark, didn't we, with John? Did we stream it? When you say try to, we did. Stream we did. It, yeah. I mean, I looked back at it afterwards, and it wasn't great. But we'll come on to. Is it a bit shite? A little later on. Okay. Oh dear. That's a shame. It was really good fun to play. Um, I mean, playing with John's models, who <laughs> were, uh, is always a, um, a pleasure because they're so beautifully painted, um, and so and it was really great to play Empire. And well, they've sort of harkened back to, um, harkened back to, Battlemasters a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I played, played, played with his Empire models, and um, he played with his goblins. Yeah, it was and great as well. It was just really fun. Sorry, go on. No, I was just saying it was really right. fun. That's I finished. And, uh, <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fantastic to see the old, you know, units of troops again, like like back in days of yore or days of mine, either one, and um, you know, mid year, you know, the, the ranks of of archers and and troops and stuff like that and I know yeah. it, it seemed very small but we did play they were it was a very small game it was only like 500 points or something like that I could see if you had like a, a thousand points or even 1500 you'd start to get cavalry and some heroes and some monsters in there and it started to really really feel like good old fashioned Warhammer Fantasy Battle days and, and the other thing I liked about it and we probably could do a whole episode on Oathmark but I think we, we have done a, our opinions video on Oathmark but I, I like the the simplicity of it. It was nice and easy. You didn't get bogged down in combat faff and stuff. So it was really good to see. It does seem to have solved quite a lot of the old issues of, of Warhammer Fantasy Battle, mm. but by main, but maintaining that essence of, of the old world. I know it's not set in the old world, but that that, that kind of old school fantasy. Um, and it just it kind of shows with a bit of thought how you can streamline mechanics. Yeah in a way that GW don't. Now I know we only played a very basic game and I'm sure you can add wizards and heroes and, and make it, probably does make it slightly more complicated. But everything pretty much, I think, span off one roll yeah. each combat. So you just roll dice equal to the number of fighters in your frontage and you uh, you just take up a couple of, add a couple of, or you, you compare one of your stats, take off the value of your opponent's stat and if you get over that number, That's what you need. then you, you, you hit. Uh, and that's done and, then, and there's no saving throws or anything like that so you haven't got that horrible feeling I hate you know, I particularly remember when we played a game of 40k where it was just like a war of attrition trying to shoot your death guard now I don't death guard are particularly bad for it but it's kind of like you just had save after save after save <laughs> just like oh, so I roll 50 dice and I hit with 10 of them and then I wounded with one of them and you saved it, or no, it was more than that though. I hit with five of them, you saved that one, and then you then you had another guy saving it, and you saved that. So after all that dice rolling, nothing happened. I think it, things like <laughs> like that, like um, Warcry, things that condense the the rolls down into one single. And I'm trying to think of the right phrase for it, but one single roll, an amalgamated roll of of types, which just yeah. you know creates that single dice roll really simplifies things and I think it's it's a great way to get these games for, going forwards but anyway we've talked enough about Ismark for now but it was a great game yeah, yeah I'm right I'm just going to try and turn you down because you're vibrating my head ah. through my speaker so I'm just going to see so it might go horribly wrong thanks for that uh, it might go horribly wrong whilst Robin fiddles <laughs> with himself I'll talk about the next bit in the sequence it was 0200 hours was the next game we played um, and we played yes. a tester game of that. Well, we're hoping to stream that uh, next week, hopefully, all being well. 
next week. We were going to do it this week, but uh, as we'll come on to, we've got some more kit. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, 0200 hours is a World War Two based game. Uh, on Instagram, I painted my up uh, my. Um, well, I didn't paint them on Instagram, but I put photographs on Instagram afterwards um, of my um, Germans, my Nazi troops, the, the guards, and I've just almost finished the English, uh, but it's too or the Allies, I should say, but it's too effing hot to paint today, so <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, I didn't really do very much. I think I painted. I did a little wash on the flesh and thought that'll do. <laughs> That's enough. Always make sure you wash. Sweaty looking at. Always me. make sure you wash your flesh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a nice, neat little game. There's not much point in spoiling spoiling how it works. But it's a neat little game with some car-driven mechanics, which I quite liked. Um, so we will and some hidden movement stuff. So we will we'll, we'll be putting that on a stream. Hopefully, a more efficient stream than our last one, and uh, then doing a little wash up of that. Too. Yep. And another video we've got coming slash what we've played. Is unmatched. So I think we talked about the fact that we were going to play it, and we have played it. And I have cut the video. I cut the video. So you did. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, does it? Um, and um, it's all ready to go when we catch up with the schedule. Because I think, talking of the schedule, we have a Moonstone game that's ready to go. We do. Any time now. Uh, probably be this Friday or Saturday, or knowing me, Sunday morning. But yep, this yeah, this th this weekend. This weekend release. Yes. So I get first game of Moonstone on the channel, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. To display, and I've been so caught up in getting these 0200 gate, uh, hours minutes just finished and playing Oathmark that I've, I've got neglected my Moonstone minutes, so they're just sort of sitting waiting to be painted. Uh, I know you've had a couple of issues with the resin. Oh, yeah, they did. My, I mean, I've not had this, I've not had many resin things, but anything resin I've had before has been GW, uh, and these ones were particularly paint because I, I didn't wash them because I'm like, yeah, you don't need to wash them, rubbish. So, you know, fairy tales, it's old wives' tales, this washing resin nonsense. But afterwards, I I paint I sprayed them black, and then I started to dry brush because I was slap chopping them, and I was dry brushing on the grey, and it was just the paint was flaking off in places, and it was. Um, I also noticed when I took the blue tack off, to then paint the areas that oh, I obviously had blue tacked them to hold them on the base whilst I sprayed them. Whilst the spray adhered a lot more to other parts of the model, the paint itself would not adhere to the the model at all when I was trying to paint that on. So that was very strange. So then I had well, to. Where the blue tack, where the blue tack. Yeah, appeared. yeah. I don't know if that's just because um, it was where the blue tack was, or it's just the whole model would have been like that had I not sprayed it to start with. Yeah. But I had to then. Well, I've not. I didn't have that. I painted. I painted our first lot of moves I made, and I actually completely forgot to wash them, and I didn't have any trouble with them at mm. all. So I guess it, maybe it's just luck, luck or not luck. Could be. Of the draw. Could be. Yeah. On that one. I shall definitely be double so, double washing in hot soapy water any future moonstone models I get though. Okay, yeah, I probably might mine uh, assemble or the bits that I'm going to assemble assemble waiting to go. So I might give them another wash for I have washed them once. So I might give them another wash before just to be safe before spraying them up. Yeah, um, videos we released. We released two Battlemasters videos, yep. and true to the way things these normally work, the first video went gangbusters. Yeah, got seven eight hundred views. Yeah, it's quite, quite a lot for us. Um, and the second the second one. It's fared less well, let's say. I guess I guess people were interested, and then yeah. But it's uh, but do go and watch the second one if you haven't seen it. And then we've got we've got three, four, or five coming. So please, please do watch. Them. Uh, but they were really good fun to make. So it was nice. It's nice to capture them. But clearly, some people have really enjoyed them. That's some really lovely comments on them, which, which is nice. Yeah, and they they were they were easy to edit, if nothing else. I feel like um, yeah, it's a shame, but yeah, it is what it is with, with um. Yeah, see how the next ones do. They're all it there now, so they're, they're going to get edited oh. and they're going to get released regardless. 
Yes, yes, I've just realised I've done my uh, timing wrong on this, on this thing. <gasps> I'm not going to know what's going on there. <laughs> in, in stream time changing. Um, so, uh, the, uh, what have you been painting, Pete? You have been painting your troll. I've been trying to. I've been starting to paint the uh, Bristlenose, right. the troll for Moonstone, and I've got the other slap chopped ready to go. Um, I just need to find some it's time. It's a lovely troll model. It is fantastic, and it's I'll, a lovely troll I'll definitely model. not do it justice. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be slap chopping and contrast painting the whole thing because I figure it's going to be better done right. like that and actually being finished than uh, never being finished. So <laughs> that's why I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I want to. I, I torn with mine. I want to because I've been painting these. I've been painting my O200 hours miniatures, um, and I've been painting those quite fast because we need to get them painted up. Um, and I, but I kind of want to take a little bit longer on the Moonstone minis, but I'm just worried that I'll get bogged down. Mm. Um, and then we won't get them done. So um, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. They're just such wonderful minis. I almost feel like they deserve deserve the extra time um, to be spent on them. But whether whether I have that extra time is an entirely entirely different question. Yeah. The answer's probably no. My wife will tell you certainly tell you it's no. Yeah, I um, I've um, got I've got a few other. I've still got the Death Guard that I started to paint and I've just not got very far with them. I think it's the same thing there. I just need to. Okay. If I'd slap chopped and they'd be done by now, but they wouldn't be as good as they could be. But right now, they're nowhere near done, so that's a lot less good than a slap chopped model that's finished. Yes, there's a done versus not done argument, and I guess it depends on your. This this needs to be a subject for another day as well. Yeah. Depends on your motivation for painting. Um, which yeah, I think maybe we'll do that next time. What what's your motivation or something about painting? Um, yeah, I've been painting. Also painted Black Panther. And I spent an awful long time on Black Panther, and he's rubbish. I'm a bit disappointed by that. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but he's not rubbish. He's not rubbish. But I, I thought I'd try and do a bit of fancy N and M on the silver on his necklace, and it just looks like I've painted different shades of grey. Uh, <laughs> see, normality. Uh, well, but you know, know, better to better to try and fail than to to never try at all. In some respects. Yeah, maybe. But with metallic paints, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't bother. I just, I just keep doing what I've always done, and I thought it would because I've had some success in the past with very small bits, and I thought, oh, it'll, it'll work okay, but it didn't. I mean, it's all right, it's all right, but it, it, it's, it's not as good, as, not as good as it, like all these things. It isn't as good as, as I imagined it would be. <laughs> Sadly, like so many things in life, I, I have, tr yes. I have tried a little bit of wet blending on the on the troll's skin. I've had a couple of couple of different shades of green. I've put like a lighter green down. And then I've used a darker green to put in splotches, and then sort of see it'll look like a mottled green effect, hopefully. So I've been doing a little bit of wet blending right. there with that, but you know, it'll probably come out crap. But you know. Yeah, there are literally three people watching them tonight. Ring. One of them is me. <laughs> well, hello it's to good, the other two. Say hello in the chat. Ba Go on. So we know Battle not to. Battle is clearly. So we know not to give up and, and end it all. Clearly, clearly, the bringing the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Never mind. Anyway, thank you for watching or listening if you are. If, uh, if it is you, you are one of the two. Hopefully I haven't like, managed to log in twice. <laughs> <laughs> if runaway success and right. uh, and getting the numbers was our drive, we'd have quit ages ago, that's what I'm saying. So I remember when I thought we were going to be successful. I remember those days. I think real life yeah. hit and we but stopped trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blame COVID. Yeah, blame COVID. bloody COVID. I think, I think I've blown that before. I think I'm, I'm just repeating myself now. Um, so what have we got coming up? Well, we've got a couple of big, big bits of news. Really, we've talked about our 200 hours that we're we're going to be doing. Um, 
so that, that's the kind of main game and then uh, we've got some Moonstone obviously in the pipeline as well after that uh, but we are going to try and shift a little bit how we do things yeah. on the channel I think I think mainly because you after five years you've got fed up with uh, editing a little bit but also I just I don't think I've, I've yet to be proved right or wrong at all it's just a theory I just don't think <laughs> I've yet to be right yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think it's. I, I just don't think the uh, the extra amount of time that is put into editing the videos makes that much difference based on how long our videos are and the kind of things we cover. I don't think that if we had made if if the you know editing quality of them was much higher, then we would get more views because it's not. It you know we don't get the views in the first place. So it's YouTube. Don't we don't fit into YouTube's algorithm? Is what I'm saying. We don't seem to. It's, he's a bit chicken and egg, maybe to me, or not chicken and egg, or I don't know. But it, I, I feel like if you if you if you can get the views, then having the having the quality will be more views. But if you're not getting the views, it's probably not much point up in the quality. Yeah, that much. Yeah, there is that kind of thing. <laughs> um, um, but I, I feel like because just, our videos I, are long anyway, for the most part, and they're not action-packed, short, five-minute bits of nonsense that the kids will watch these days and as we discussed before a large portion of our viewer base are probably like us and we don't watch videos online because who's got the time for that nonsense it just means that it's all a bit yeah 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 so we're going to be streaming games which I th might mean we actually play more and um, more different things because in some ways if we're not trying to each week record them because I think I think certainly pre-covid we got caught in a well, I got caught in a trap trying to trying to record the perfect game yeah, you know what I mean, definitely. and not wanting to, but screw up and, and kind of like, but like the Oathmark game, and I've never played it before, so I really didn't have anything to lose whatsoever. We were just quite liberating just to play and just go. Oh, I'm just going to do this yeah, and just yeah, and, and just see what happens. And I, I actually quite like that. If we if we cast our net a bit wider, then it kind of feels like it doesn't really matter whether it goes wrong or not. So I'm sort of interested, and in, I was going to say this later, but therefore I'm sort of interested in a new Warcry. Um, but perhaps I'll cover that later when we when we talk about GW. You know what? You know what Warcry needs. Warcry needs hexes. That's what it needs. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if we if we play it, we can we can hex hexify it. Uh, but I also think, therefore, so so we're going to do more streaming. So you've bought a bit of kit, which is very exciting. We're going to try that out next week. Oh, there it is. Look at that. It's very very shiny. The Meta Mini. <laughs> it just well, it looks like a ZX Spectrum. It is a little bit. It's got. It's got. I won't bother unboxing right. it because people on our aren't listening to the podcast going to see it. But it's a little black. It's a black magic buy, and it's called the A10 Mini. And it basically, you can put up to four cameras in it, and then you can set up lots of basic yeah. stuff in there with with some software to. And what does Mrs. Copper think about it? <laughs> you can set up lots <laughs> of things to to have like picture in picture and do all the green screen and all that kind oh. of stuff, and it means that that can handle oh. all of the. All the gutsy stuff like that, and it just passes a single signal through to the Mac, and you know, it, and it's just a couple of buttons. You just press a button. I want camera one. I want camera two. I want camera three. I want camera four. In camera three, blah blah blah, that kind of thing. I could totally see why you have basically been pleasuring yourself about this <laughs> for, for the last two or three weeks. But I did notice, <laughs> and now suddenly, suddenly, the reason you want to move to streaming becomes clear. Yeah, uh, I, I, I definitely <laughs> noticed when we streamed um, Oathmark, the the audio got out of sequence. Sometimes I noticed the cameras had, you know, the cameras froze up at points in the feed, and right. I mean, I was editing it. Well, we noticed that we had a problem with the camera on the way, didn't we? Sorry. 
we had a problem in in game, as it were, with the camera. Yes. Yeah. So, well. yeah. so I'm hoping this will do away with a lot of those problems, and we will just, you know, be able to um, set up a few basic views. Is it for tech tech idiots like me? Is it effectively like a graphics card, but for streaming? Now, obviously, it doesn't do the same job as a graphics card, but it basically does the gutsy stuff that, that a graphics card takes that away, that that burden off the processor. Yeah. Uh, and this basically takes the, the stream the burden off the off the computer to do the stream. Yeah, so basically we should then we cool. should then be able to be much more efficient and streamlined with our with our live stuff. We'll be able to have the three cameras hooked up so you leave be able to see our beautiful faces or the, the tabletop <gasps> or the dice tray if we've got the dice tray or whatever and it'll just yeah, it'll just yeah. work better, hopefully. Cool. Cool. So I, I sort of hope, and this, I put this in here in, in our this little note. I hope this might mean we might do a few more board games. Yeah. Because it'll be easy for us to set up a board game and stream yeah. it, and, and maybe I could start getting through my board game collection, which would be quite nice. Um, so that'd be fun. And then our other big piece of news. Huge. I'll, I'll let you unveil it, Pete. Piece of I'll news. let you unveil it. It's like it's the biggest thing we've ever done, really. I, I think. think so. I think this is probably the biggest thing in the history of Agents of Sigma. Um, we're we're organising AgentsCon yeah. 22. Yeah, so there's Agents Con 2022, um, and well, we ironically, it's going to be on the 24th, 25th of September, which is almost exactly, I think, exactly two years after we should have done the mini Agents Con thing at the Tabletop Gaming Live exhibition yep. that was going to be in London in 2020, yep. um, which obviously didn't happen. And so we're not doing that because it's in Manchester, which is a bit far. Um, and, and well, actually, they didn't invite us. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, but uh, well, I think I think I think there was an email. I just thought oh, I'll wait and see how that plays out. I think it was like this time last year, maybe. And I thought I'll wait and see how that plays out with COVID. I won't reply now. They never got back in touch. So, so um, uh, anyway, that's by the by. So we're basically we're going to meet in uh, Market Harbour near our uh, sort of sponsor. My well, sponsor certainly kind of sponsoring the event, but um, our sort of Will and Games, who we love. Uh, one of their, uh, I don't know if he's an employee, I'm not sure how, quite what his relationship to them is, but he certainly does lots of work for them. Um, he, Aaron, um, he has sort of offered up that uh, sort of semi sponsorship deal, and it's going to be in Market Harbour in a little hall somewhere near Willem Games, yep. and um, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I mean, we, so we may, if you want to come along, because we, we may be over, oversold a bit quick, Agents Cobb, we are literally just going to be hiring a hall and then bring a bunch of games along. Um, and there'll be tables spare. Yeah, it's a con, really. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any patrons, uh, current yeah. or or recent past, will be able to come along for free. Uh, with, with the or new, or new, Pete. This is the key new, thing. Yes. If you are watching, both of both of you who are watching and there aren't patrons, <laughs> if you sign up, even at the two pound level, you can come along for free, yeah. and, and and meet Robin and Pete and play games with them and um, think bloody hell. My two pound is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to be organising like a big event this time round. There's not going to be like a tournament because we would like. Do we, what do we want to play? Do we want to play? What do, Underworlds? Do we want to play uh, Marvel Cross Protocol? Uh, Aeronautic Imperialized Blitzball? So what we're actually going to do is we're just going to bring a whole bunch of games and we're going to set up a bunch of tables. Um, Aaron from Will and Games is also going to bring along some stuff, a Marvel Crisis Protocol table and a Moonstone table, and we might be able to bring some stuff along for a Moonstone table as well, mm. potentially. Um, yeah. Blitz Bowl, all those board games that we got sent that we've like played a game of, like Kill Team, uh, not Kill Team, Fire Team, and Bladeborn, all those kind of things. We can bring a bunch of those along, uh, set them up, people can come along and have a play. But also, there'll be 
tables there so you know if you're not a patron uh, and you want to pay I think we're gonna, we might be looking at maybe a fiver to get in just to cover cost of the hall um, but if you want to come along with some friends and you want to bring some games and play you know it's all going to be there so yes so if you sort of reiterate that if you sign up to the pay, patron even now you can or even next month you can come along for free uh, patrons get you free so you could in theory sign up for a two pound level just do it for a month and then and then cancel it and you save yourself three pounds because uh we're going to do five pound um five pound a ticket just to come in just to cover our, our kind of cost of hiring the hall and yep. such like um so you can come along and play games with us or uh, just do you know play games just come and have a chat yep. Um, five pounds to come and have a chat with me. It just doesn't seem like a very good value. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we um, yeah, and then and then who knows what will happen? I think there's a curry in the offing in the evening, yeah. uh, although we're not paying for that. Yeah. Uh, but um, and so basically, it is a way of us because we haven't met we met some of our patrons back in um, 2019, maybe the beginning of 2020 actually. Um, and we haven't met them. We've talked to them. They've kept us going through COVID. Uh, all that time, so we're going to basically an event to meet them. But but we thought we'd throw it open to to other people. I know there are a few fans of the channel who don't support us. Um, well, they don't support us, you know. There aren't patrons for for various reasons. So if you want to come along, it'd be great to see you as well. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. Agents kind of. And I'm actually really quite excited about it, and a little bit terrified because I don't really like people. Yeah, we're like we're like massive introvert extroverts. Is there is there a, is mm. there a thing for that extroverts introverts? I am totally. I'm right on the borderline because <laughs> I, I, I did back in the year, back in the day when I well, used to have a proper job. I did. They did the old Myers Briggs thing, and I, I was introvert, extrovert. Was that a friend's yeah. providence? I think they did that when I was there. Yeah, 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 I think they did that for everybody, and I was yeah. just, you know, they just said yeah. that I was a sociopath. Anyway, um, so we haven't got all the details <laughs> sorted out yet, but we keep an eye on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else because we will. Put out more information as we go. We we right now, Market Harbour, September twenty fourth. That's the dates to keep in mind, and we will yeah, update people. I mean, it's the probably the biggest event of the year. <laughs> I would say, forget forget Paul McCartney at Glastonbury, yeah. forget Adele in Hyde Park, or yeah, no one cares about that, um, and all that. They do the World Cup at the end of the year. Forget all that. Agents Con twenty twenty two, Market Harbour. Yeah, and there will be t shirts. There will be, yeah. As well, when the time comes, when the time comes. Okay, uh, very quickly because we're sliding to get behind time now. A little community shout out. I've been really busy the last couple of uh, weeks, so I haven't spent much time looking at what people, are, other people, have been doing. So I'm just going to shout out a few places I've seen good reports, and I say I've seen them. These are also patrons have seen them, uh, and people uh, good reviews, reports about the new Citadel paints. I think we're all kind of interested in how how they're going to. Crash out, uh, you know, and they're going to go the new, uh, completely forgotten uh, contrast paints, the new contrast paints that are coming. So, um, Taylor Painters, who I think is a really good source for painting stuff, uh, that's a blog, uh, several people run that, they've done a really good breakdown. And then there's videos from Vince Venturella, I think he's a Golden Demon winner and he does lots of stuff for GW. Uh, Ninjon, who I'd never heard of, I don't think, before Ed pointed out to me, and Pete the Wargamer who has totally stolen your name, Pete, I'm, I'm, and you should have words. I'm annoyed by the fact that he's so much more successful at something I wanted to be successful at, and he's used my name. But yeah, Pete the Wargamers was the one I actually watched, he does a fantastic it was, fantastic yeah. job of comparing the two paints, or the, the new paint and like older paints, which is great, because then you can see, oh, I really like um, 
I can't think of what it is now. One of the paints I really love, uh, Wildwood, I think it is. And he does like one of the okay. one of the new paints. Uh, he's like, oh, you know, here's Wildwood and here's the new one. You can see just how the colours are different, and it just it was just really good. Really helped me to tell which ones I definitely. I find want. Wildwood a little bit dark. Just gonna throw that out there. You I thought find Wildwood just a bit dark. I always end up. Wildwood, I find it a bit dark. We always have to thin it down. But that's why I think yeah, one right. of the f one of the first new paints he goes through on his video, uh, which is called because it's one I'm definitely going to buy, um, Garagax Sewer, I think it is. It's it's definitely looks like a much nicer oh, yeah, brown. Good, so yeah. I will be getting that along with probably about Bad twelve others. Badgers Nadgers, that's my favourite. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, so those, those things. So that was uh, Taylor Painters, Ninja Ninja, no biggie there because you've got a massive following. Ninjon and Pete the Wargamer for your um, contrast painting expertise yep. in video and written format. So only five minutes behind schedule. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, it's time for the news. Well. GW had their big skirmish live stream this weekend. Uh, I was in, um, it sounds more dramatic than it was, I was at the hospital with my sister at the time, so I didn't really see it, so I had to follow it and what happened afterwards. Um, and uh, it was all fine, by the way. Um, and um, yeah, I guess the big news for our core listeners um, and our original fan base would be the Underworld's new Witch Hunter warband, Hexbane's Hunters. Um, which is quite exciting because it's a Cities of Sigmar warband. They are kind of Cities of Sigmar, aren't they? So that's, that's quite, it's quite exciting for me. It's the closest we've had to a Cities I mean, I guess they are Cities of Sigmar, but Cities of Sigmar, it turns out, it's quite, I've never really, because I tend to read it, it's quite, actually quite hard to say out loud. Cities of Sigmar. Cities of Sigmar. Cities of Sigmar. Exactly. Not like that. Special moves. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a turn up for the um, so <laughs> it's got six fighters um, with mixture of melee and major attacks I think and uh, two dogs not one two dogs two. Uh, two of the goodest no, boys I, I know people seem to like I don't know whether just because I don't really like animals um, I, mean, I do like animals but I don't really like dogs or cats that much um, I don't they just don't I know that makes me a freak. And um, I, but the dog models, I mean, they're fine. They're not great. I, I just, oh, just, they're not great. I they're, agree. They're fine. They're, they're, There's nothing yeah. wrong with them, but they don't, they don't thrill me. No, I mean, I looked them both. The one that's got like an eye patch thing, that one just looks like a grey blob. I, th I don't think it is an eye patch. I think it's just like, like, like cause our, funny enough, our neighbour's cat, who is lovely, um, he says quickly, backpedalling, has only got one eye. And it really does. They just kind of, you know, I guess it's just, when they've stitched it over or whatever, he's just. I think. I think the dog, is just like the yeah. eyes on that. I don't think it's it might be. Paint. It looks. Looking that one looks the rubbish out of the two. I don't know if it's the paint job because the other one's meant to look no, like I a. Quite, I quite liked it. Did you? I quite liked that one more. Yeah. The other one was okay. It looked at least more dog-like to me, the way they painted out. But right. I was just okay. like, eh, they're they're not the greatest of. They're not that exciting. I mean, even looking back at like Gruul, they're not. Gruul was. A pretty crap model, to be honest. When you looked at it in the yeah, in yeah. the Godsworn Hunt box, yeah. it's, it wasn't great. So yeah, he basically he, he his 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 model was reflecting his stat line. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one cared about what he so looked yeah, like because he didn't yeah, last but I think the, the human the human models are good. Um, I like the human models. 
and they've got interesting mechanics. Haskell Hexbane. Yeah, I'm not overly keen on the name of these models. But Haskell Hexbane. Uh, he's not bad. I mean, he's not great though. I mean, three move, three one shield, three moves. That's that's asking to be killed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an uninspired. That's worse than an uninspired um, Stormcast model. Yeah. Which I know a Stormcast either peak, I suppose. But, uh, and I guess there are six models in the warband, so maybe you just keep them at the back. He um, inspires when he kills someone. Same as McGaw. But killing someone. Um, is not going to be easy. He's got Grievous, but he's only got pistols. Yeah, range. So only there's one damage. Um, I mean, Grievous might will help a little, but uh, that's going to be tough. But he has this interesting um, kind of account which kind of goes in with the sort of desper desperado uh, witch hunter feel, which is price of victory. Reaction uses after a friendly hunter is dealt damage that would take them out of action. After the out of action. Uh, after the out of action check, give the fighter one upgrade from your hand, or remove one charge or one move taker from this fighter, and do not spend any any glory points to, to, to play the card, which is kind of cool. So it's kind of like getting more and more irritated as your as his compadres get taken down, which I kind of like. Um, and it's, I think I, I, we haven't played the game that much in recent times, but I think it's quite the reaction is quite carefully worded so that you don't it doesn't get stopped. By that horrible at the end of an activation nonsense, um, yeah, uh, which is good. Uh, and then one of his upgrades that goes with him is Bane of Evil, um, which he gets cumulative benefits the more people who die, so or the four friendly hunters who die. There's, there's some suggestion I think they said that the, hunt, the dogs weren't the hunters, so they wouldn't count for the dog. But if the hunters are dead, so they get well, if one's out of action, they get plus one, but he gets plus one wound. Uh, if two out of action, he gets an extra dice for his attacks. Uh, and then uh, three out of action gets extra damage, which is so, which um, is yeah. That, that, that. I mean, at that point, he's rolling four swords with Grievous, two damage base. So that's that's meatier. Yeah, that that's pretty tasty, but it comes at a cost. Yes. Um, and I, I guess you're going to be making sure he's he's left alive. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Send your chafe in first, and uh, and then get him to chew through him afterwards. Uh, they had the, the, yeah. the classic thing of they've got a big guy with an axe, they've got a woman with an axe, they've got another. I think it's another woman who's got a crossbow, but the, the crossbow bolt has like the, the atypical, uh, uh, not atypical, the, the stereotypical black bomb, like acme bomb sort of attached to it, which I thought was quite cool. Oh, okay, yes. So there must be, it's yeah. got to be some kind of upgrade card or, or a ploy card where you fire and it's explosive and hits everybody around them. It's like, it <laughs> better be at least. It better be that, better be that, or just you just fire and nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it bounces randomly around the, uh, the scatter, like the cannon in, uh, in, in Battlemasters. Battlemasters. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. They also announced a new Warcry yep. set. No release date. Which they had but... said that they were going to. The, the heart, hurt, hurt, the, the, can't even say it now. The heart of Gur. The heart um, of Gur. And I. We'll come on to the set in a second. I'm slightly frustrated that the Underworld was set in Gur and now isn't, and then they put a new set for Warcry, which is set in Gur. Yeah. Now, it doesn't really matter, but I just kind of feel like 
come on, GW, tie it all together. That, that, that would feel better to me. I w- but anyway, that, I wonder if because they were looking by. to hire people, weren't they, to work on things like Warcry and Underworld stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping that yeah. then maybe they're going to start yeah. tying those things together a bit more because it was a bit dull. I mean, maybe. I don't mind that they didn't match, but it's just a bit dull that we had something in Gur and now we've got something else in Gur. And I'm like, I'm yeah, yeah I'm exactly, yeah. With Gur, yeah. give me give me one of the other realms. Gur. Yeah, girl, it's too much fur and girl. It's not fur. It's not fur and girl. <laughs> um. Um, and that the two warbands, I really like both of them in isolation, but they're a little bit the same to me. If you painted them the same colours, I think you'd almost have <laughs> you'd struggle to tell which one was which. I, I mean, I yeah, they're, they're obviously they are different, but I, I I do like both of them. I mean, you know but me, I, I'm a Nurgle boy I, I think, through and through, but I did. I wasn't particularly yeah. interested in those Nurgle models okay. at all. I don't get right. why they're walking on stilts. No. It just makes no sense to me. Because yeah. the stilts only make them about a foot taller. <laughs> I need to get the pictures up now, um, just to have a look. I mean, these guys are meant to be big lumbering oafs of men type thing. They're all meant to be like seven feet tall, and they decide to basically wear big heels. Someone better remodel them to have great big platform shoes on, like Kiss. That's what they better bloody do with that. Because that's all it amounts <laughs> maybe, to. Maybe, Pete, maybe they saw the crow guy from whatever they're called, yeah. the Corvus and whatever. Oh, yeah, Corvus Cabal. And, uh, yeah, and then just thought, actually, we're a bit scared of heights. <laughs> maybe so not I that much. Want, don't want them too high. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit much. It's a bit, a bit, ostenta- a bit ostentatious, that. Uh, I don't know. I, but I, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do like the models. I do like the models, but they don't... They're just a bit like the, the original set with the kind of iron golems yeah. were very distinctive from one yeah. another. Um, whereas these, I mean, maybe maybe other people disagree. But these, I just don't feel that distinctive from one another. Maybe it's the way they've painted them. They're very, they've got quite both got quite limited yeah, paint schemes. I do love the scenery. Area. I was not a fan um, of the scenery. Oh, okay. I don't like the. If you look at the trees, the trees. I think the bark on the trees, yeah. the limbs are meant to look like muscles, like they're like limbs. Right. And once you start focusing yeah, on the yeah, fact that those really are all meant to look like, it looks like a load of biceps, so it just looks like a big pi- penis bicep tree. I was just like, uh. Yeah, I think maybe you've been watching the wrong thing. <laughs> Too much hentai. Um, I, I do <laughs> see what you mean, and, I, and I, do, I do think, actually, that trees are one of the hardest things to get right when modelling. I know you don't particularly like our, our little lollipop trees that we've got for... Um, scenery which because they're just standard but I think these I they don't look like really, really better in some ways now because they just yeah trees because they're natural I think it's really hard to model them and, and because they move yeah I think it's really hard to model them properly and I suppose that might actually be why it's quite tricky I don't think well, sorry I'm going off on one here but I, I, I'm not that keen on them animal models either some of them uh, because I don't think they capture the essence the very essence of, the, of animal of the animal of the animal because it's got a real world counterpart yeah true um, it doesn't really make sense because I do think they make great human models and they've obviously got real world counterparts but there's something about I suppose it's because they're more but it's funny about to say because they're more dynamic but it's funny because no one minds a horse <laughs> no one minds a horse though do they just slap anything on a horse no, and that looks alright for some reason yeah Yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. I'm just trying to think because actually sometimes they do look a bit naff. 
the horses in isolation. Like the, I mean, they've come a long way, but the the Rohan, I'm painting the Rohan horses, and they they work as models, but actually the horses themselves are a bit rubbish. But they're about a hundred, a thousand times better than the old horses. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it'd be interesting and to I see. I do quite like John. John, sorry, John's been painting the wolves. Wolves seem to be easier to paint, actually. Yeah. So my dyn dyna dynamism argument is rubbish because they're very dynamic. Uh, but but John's wolves, which are Oathmark, look good. But then I think the wolves, wolves that you've done for Lord of the Rings, the wild, oh. um, they look good too. Maybe it's fur. Fur fur is generally easier. Could be. Maybe. Could be. So it'd be interesting to see what that wolf cry is like yeah. when it when it comes out and how that plays. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think I'm guessing it's going to not be massively upgraded, but maybe some different campaign, campaign paths and things. But I'm actually quite excited about it because I think when the last rain came out, we were. I think that's when I was. We were at our peak. I was at least at our peak. We've got to be relevant. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got to be on top of it. There's no point in in falling behind. We've got to stay on top. And then they, they just brought out masses of content and I, uh, all at once. I just thought. Oh, I can't do this. It's too much. Yep. Uh, but actually, because we're a bit more relaxed and we're streaming the games, I think actually maybe I'd be more likely to street get a couple of warbands and stream a couple of games of this in an evening. Yep. Um, you know, because it's, it's it is a fun game um, if you don't get too hard about it. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, and we can also, um, but, but because we're we're not we're, we're streaming it, it, the games won't take as long to play. Because we won't be worrying about camera no. angles so much and things like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly, yeah. and I definitely, I so, definitely like to try yeah. these kind of games out, but with hexes instead of, of measuring tapes. Because I reckon if you stick that on a hex board, that game's ten times better all of a sudden. Because there's no measuring and no faffing. Yeah, well, once we're out of debt from Agents Con, you can get some hex-based um, boards. Some three by three <laughs> hex-based mats. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to find you in here with a crayon. <laughs> make painting the hexes on, or just maybe you should just stick all the war, all the all the spare underworld boards together. I mean, you, you might so be able a to a massive just, yeah. flappy board. Just just, just gaffer <laughs> tape a load of them together and work quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else? Just the theory, what, at least. What, we we are we are starting to get uh, miles behind now. So do we just want to? Oh, whatever, mind. Oh, God, we are, we are, aren't we? Goodness me. Um, so there's new kill team. Um, which I, I uh, since the original Kill Team box release was a bit cool on Kill Team, but I've been quite excited about this one. It's called Into the Dark, and I was really interested in the box because it's going to be close combat fighting uh, on sh ships. Yeah. And I'm really, really hoping that GW don't um, kind of mess that up. They will. Um, but we'll see. They will. <laughs> I mean, it's. Well, I see. I just again, I think I just play, keep it simple. Yeah. And just we'll we, we'll play it. If we get it, um, we'll just play it and just keep it nice and simple. You know, and maybe even strip out some of the complex stuff and, and just and just have fun with it and stop worrying about making good content. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. Um, well, we tried that; it didn't work. So well, that's quite cool. And it's got croots. It's got the croots, and I quite like the new Imperial Navy people. They're quite they're quite interesting. I quite like the extra adding out to the. I guess they, I don't know if they are, but this sort of astro military that, that that sort of thing, not all space planes. Yeah. In fact, somebody pointed out on our Discord. There wasn't a single new space plane Not a one. in that entire, no, entire um, stream, and, and indeed, or, or Stormcast, I don't think. No, I think. Yeah. Um, so Necromunda stuff is not much point in dwelling on that. I don't particularly like the Goliath vehicle, but I have a friend who would have loved it years ago, back when I used to play, 
he'd have loved it because he loved Mad Max. He just thought that was I, I thought it was okay, but um, I wasn't a massive fan of the Goliath look overall, and I did. I thought there was there were aspects I, I didn't like about it. So yeah, I was eh. I haven't bought into the Necromunda Ashwaste no, thing at all. I, really. I think probably because it's just a it's just a bridge too far. Um, yeah, Nec- I think. Yeah, Necromunda uh, was us. already too far for us. It was like that's just even more complexity on top of complexity. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the new Blood Bowl. Stuff again. I'm going to give it a passing glance. Uh, Amazonian's vaguely interesting. Makes me makes me feel sort of longing for the old world. Don't mean the Amazon. <laughs> <really long>. um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite a funny. It kind of shows. I mean, it's it's quite nice that they they, they have the models, but I, I thought it kind of really highlights how far the storytelling has come in that time because yeah. they were clearly. They're clearly of a product of their time. The, the idea of Amazonian women from Lustria or wherever they're from. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's quite a nice updating, and I like. The, I don't think this was in the in the stream, but I quite like the new Lizard Man star player, who has my favourite name of any model. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Being boa constrictor. I do, I, I do love the fact that in Blood Bowl. They, they can have a little bit more fun with it and it's a little bit like Moonstone in that respect yeah. it's a little more tongue in cheek and it's a bit silly and yeah. and, and I, that's one of the things yeah. I do love about Blood Bowl um, and I do miss about Blood Bowl is that Jamie, it is a bit silly and Jamie doesn't have the rule set to go with it yeah yeah well that's why we have Blitz Bowl <laughs> right and I, I mean there is that third version well, exactly. of Blitz Bowl coming out at some point so hopefully at that point we might get yeah. some, some we'll get all the other teams that came out because I would like to paint the the Blood Bowl that the Black Orcs there was the Black Orc team with the Goblins that came with the Blood Bowl 3 and that would be quite nice to paint yeah which is a nice little segue actually we're not as far off of, of, of uh, this as I am because I've messed up the time it's completely honest um, a nice little segue into um, into our Marlowe moment boom 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 Yes, uh, so this is our question supplied each week by Mr. Andrew Marlow, um, one of our longest standing patrons. Um, and I, the question I picked this week was I thought it kind of fitted because uh, they were doing new reveals and things. What would you like to see Games Workshop do more of? Now, I actually think this could probably be an entire oh, yeah. dis- discussion for an entire evening. Masses. But very quickly, Pete, what on the back of this live streaming specifically, what would you like to see Games Workshop do more of? I'd like to see them do kind of what they're already doing in some respect. I'd like them to see to see them do more little games like Bladeborn was fantastic and uh, Fireteam yeah. was great fun and you know a new Battle Masters would, would actually be great. But I am wa- waving my hands just people can't see wildly gesticulating. Here, fans. Um, because that's exactly what I was gonna say. But I'd like to see <laughs> them support it a bit more. So with Bladeborn release rules for all the other <laughs> warbands. For fire team, release rules yes. for other, other, you know, other units and things within it and stuff like that. Blitzball, they've mostly done. Yes. Blitzball's a fantastic example. You know, I think in the third edition that's coming out, there's going to be 19 optional teams. You know, 19 team options in there. Right. So that does cover pretty much all of the Blood Bowl teams, and that's great. So it means you know. But also, yeah. But also support and promote it. Yeah. 
don't just throw it into the into game or whatever and then just leave it to die yeah. or you know not 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 have enough available for everybody to buy it and make it really difficult to get hold of and then just never talk about it ever again because they're really good games yeah. and that's what i think and I guess maybe they maybe they don't feel they they need it. Maybe they feel like they they yeah you know, they've got enough people coming in to play iOS and particularly 40k. They don't need it. But I just feel like it's a really great way of of, of bringing new players to the game and, and and keeping old players in when they're when they're busy. Yeah. Um, and things like blitz bowls as well. They're simple enough that you could play them with your kids, and that that it's actually fast paced yeah. enough that your kids might actually be interested in it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, I think I would love to see some more more small box games from them. I mean, I was thinking because yeah, because I was thinking exactly what you were saying. Like a, a blade board, they could just keep bringing out because they've got they've got a massive model. I know it depends on how they're arranged on the sprue, but they've got a massive model back catalogue that they could use. To, and so I'm not just even going beyond Underworlds. They could make little warbands for, yeah. and you could just play blade board with. Um, Will be will be really good, and then we played Unmatched recently, and they could totally do a version, their own version of Unmatched, with oh, yeah. the same rules, but that kind of thing, you know, rock up with th any th any three hero models you like, uh, or whatever, and just play what play them off against each other in a little arena combat thing. They could totally do a that. bit like um, Super Fancy Brawl. You know, you come along to that and you just pick three champions and you, you have that shared deck of objectives yeah. and each fighter has six cards and you take the six cards from each fighter and you just shuffle them up yeah. and you draw and play. They could do that with... with I yeah. mean, they've got tons and tons of, of things that they could use. They don't even need to produce new models for it even, just the cards, like... No, no, exactly. And I mean, unmatched is even simpler because unmatched because super fancy ball, you know, it does require you can pick pick and choose from three fighters. Unmatched, you literally each person literally only controls one. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, people enjoy it, and and I think it will be a massive, a massive winner for them. Uh, and they could do it on hexes, Pete. Oh, everything's better on hexes. <laughs> so that's our Marlow moment for this evening, very quick one. But I think we will come back to that question of. Of, of what we would like to see guys work and do more, but I can see it could it could slide into negativity, which would be a shame. But I, um, I but I think I think uh, that was a good question, Andrew. So thank you, thank you very much. Um, general gaming news: it isn't much. Um, these little silly things that I found. Uh, there's a there's a new uh, version of a game I've never played coming out um, called Lion Rampant, which seems to be like historical skirmish games. Uh, so Osprey Games is little. It's one of these. Like the Oath Mark, it's just a sort of little softback or hardback book. Um, but I'm quite looking forward to, to having a look at that actually, uh, because I keep um, looking at these historical models from companies like Vitrix or um, the other Footsaw Miniatures, and I just think I'd love to paint a little warband up. And so I might, might just do it. Just anyway. And then this is kind of not really bizarre, but I know you've never played Twilight Imperium, Pete, and I've never played Twilight Imperium. Before, but it's supposed to be like the biggest board game ever. It's and it comes in a massive box and takes like ten years to play. Um, <laughs> a bit like the uh, the Lord of the Rings board the, game that um, one of our patrons gets at every Christmas oh, the, and plays for like a week. Yeah, the War of the Ring one. I th I think it is similar to that. It's like a space exploration game, I think. And I, I hear it has tech trees. Ooh. So you know you have to like yeah exactly. Um, but there's a, they're doing a roll and write version of it, um, which just seems mad to me. But um, apparently it'll be like 
not like Yahtzee where you've just got one, one, one thing to write your numbers down. You've got four sheets of paper that interact with one another and then it takes about two hours to play. It just sounds, it sounds mental. Um, but um, I should be following that and, and seeing whether it gets it's, in, it's it's previewed in this or they talk about it in this week this month's tabletop gaming magazine. Uh, but I should be following the reviews to see whether, whether it comes out as being any good. Um, so all that we're only seven minutes behind Three. schedule uh, leads us on to our main topic for the evening, which is we've got five people watching now. Oh, the war machine. Yeah, and John Minich is Grant Minich is no, here. John John left. Ah. He's insisting tomorrow. Oh, I see. Uh, high evening. I'm going to watch tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. Thanks, Fine. John. <laughs> Didn't want you around anyway. <laughs> I feel like we need to um, rebrand these because we don't just talk about the topic that we mention, and that maybe we need to no, I know. need to somehow get the word out that we talk about lots of stuff. So yeah, anyway, that's something. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, this week's just like we're really ready. Well, we still got half an hour, thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Left. I don't know, you know, but I, I kind of because I kind of titled it around our main topic topic because I rather thought the agents talk about what they've been painting doesn't sound very interesting no um, but it's not it's just more so, like a hobby roundup yeah. as well isn't it so I don't know it is but again that I just kind of feel like if, I, if it's a hobby roundup I can I can miss that this week I don't yeah it doesn't, matter what, it doesn't matter what they're doing and maybe we need to put the main topic at the beginning yeah perhaps I don't know yeah. So let us know if you've got any ideas, people who are watching this or listening to this on a podcast. Now, I don't really know how podcast listeners best get in touch with us because we have. Well, we have Facebook. Them, there's, there's, they can, they can tweet yeah. us. They can, they can post on Facebook and that stuff. There's links in the description, so do check us out. Oh, absolutely! But if you're, it, it feels a bit like there's a disconnect, and probably that's just the way podcasts are. If you're listening to it and you want to comment, you can't. Not, not easily, no, you've got to go and tweet. You've got to go and find Facebook and do that. And so, you know, I've, I've literally never commented on anybody's podcast. And, you know, not, therefore, I'm not that surprised nobody's commented on ours. Um, particularly since the ones I listen to have lots of listeners. Anyway. They all start somewhere. That's by the by. That's by the by. Let's, um, let's talk about Battle Masters. Battle Masters. So we covered it at the beginning, and a, a thousand of you or so have watched our video for at least two minutes. Um, about um, the Battle Masters game that we played with Valentin, um, and uh, it's proper old school game, and it is, I think, unjustly forgotten. I think so. Or, f or justly fondly remembered, depending on how you want to phrase it. I think I'm, I'm actually really quite surprised, having now played it, because I have to say, I thought it was going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely didn't seem to be um, as enthralled by the idea of how a whole day of playing war, uh, Battle Masters as I did. No, no, I, 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 you know, it was great to see Val, and it was really nice he wanted to come, but I was like, oh, well, you know, are we really going to want to play all five games of that? But I actually did want to play all, well, I didn't play all five, we alternated now, but I did, I did actually want to get through the games and play another game afterwards, uh, partly because he painted them so beautifully, the models. And partly because it's really good fun, so I think it's unjustly forgotten, and it has a beautifully, oh, elegant is perhaps a strong word, but simple rule set that's easy to pick up, doesn't get bogged down with its own, you know, whatever's, um, and it just doesn't feel like a GW game at all no. <laughs> in that respect. Really, um, 
which is probably why they forgot it. Um, but it it, it 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 mostly works. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't watched the video, do go check it out. But in a nutshell, you have a deck of cards which represent the units that you each have. And you literally you just keep drawing from the deck and it'll be like, oh, you can move your knights. So then you can move all your knights. Everything moves one hex. Um, and if you can, you can move one hex and you can attack someone adjacent to you. Some of the things have a ranged weapons, so you can either move or you can shoot something that's a little further away from you. And then that's pretty much it. Combat is you both roll the same type of dice. Um, it has two skulls and one shield on it, I think. And basically you use the same number of dice whether you're attacking or defending you just have a number like the knights roll four dice the the goblins roll two dice so you each roll your dice you take the number of skulls subtract the number of shields from the defender that's how many wounds they take and that's it three wounds and any unit is then taken out of the game Bob's your uncle yeah yeah and it just it just kind of works it, except it didn't quite but it, it just kind of works in that respect it's very simple to explain uh, and um, yeah, it, it, it's very it's very simple. Yeah. Um, but there's I think there's two things that I would fix straight away, which I don't know if you've got I don't know what things you would fix. I'll give you my first. I'll give you my first one. Well, the reason why we discussed uh, this is because we were wondering whether we should update it. Yes. Absolutely, yes. So this is kind of like, actually, this is really good fun. It's a, it turns out it's a little bit one-sided. Yeah. Without um, giving too much away. And so, so it will be fun to tinker with it to make it less one-sided. And then we started thinking, well, should we upgrade this game? So the, the point of this podcast really is to ask, should we upgrade Battlemasters? Would that be something that Age of Sigmar listeners would be interested in? watching listening to our process of improving battle masters um and because it because it's really fun but is it that fun yeah because it, it, we could spend you could go down a massive rabbit hole oh yeah playing it or no, no, improving it because there's, there's there's all sorts of scope for improvement and changes and obviously once you start to change things you need to kind of test it etc etc yeah um so so yeah, so let us know. I don't know if anybody's listening. Let us know. But should 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 we uh, should we should we upgrade battle masters? Now the thing I would change first is the um, the, the, the deck mechanic. The what mechanic? I think the deck. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, actually, let's not talk about that because actually that isn't the thing I would change first. The thing I would change first is the size of the board of the game because I guess it was because they were just using the 28mm yeah. scale Empire models and that's why it's the size that it is yeah. but it's what is it it's about 5 foot by 5 foot or 5 foot by 6 foot or something yeah it's a 5 odd foot mat. square mat yeah it's a big old mat yeah it, it doesn't fit on any conventional dining room table no <laughs> Unless you live in live in Jacob Reese Mog or something, um, in which case you don't deserve back of masters. Um, actually, that's a bit harsh. These children don't have a choice. Do they? <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, I got off on one there. Um, the um, yeah, I would change the size of it. Yeah. Um, cutting that down to like a, a, a two or a three foot square hex based mat, 
um, you could put it on neoprene and, and the, the units could be smaller they could be like 10 mil scale or something like that in fact I think if you knock the models down to 10 mil scale they're originally 28 so you're, you're reducing it to about almost a third so you're gonna you're gonna knock that that tabletop to about a foot and a half ish that'd be perfect that would be the perfect size game for that for that game I think yeah Battle, Battle Martyrs and Underworld's board War Machine too. you could always yeah I mean that'd be cool yeah I don't know how many hexes there were on that on that uh, sheet I've got I've got it somewhere someone had scanned it in I found a scan online of it um, it could work it out right, I don't know okay. whether it would work on Underworld's might be a bit big but you know what um, Bladeborne that 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 you know, those hexes were smaller. So Yeah. Aeronautica board. Oh yeah, yeah. They might be bigger. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but we have there are companies, presumably all the companies, but there are people on Etsy who do the, the prints of the miniatures as well. Yeah, yeah. So you could get the miniatures. I mean, I, when we were talking I was saying we well, could use Warmaster miniatures, you could find old Warmaster figures. Uh, I've certainly got some Empire Warmaster models. Um <laughs> Because um, they're not they're not particularly yes, they're massively different. Either. You've got knights, you've got halberdiers, you've got archers, crossbowmen. Yeah. So there's nothing bizarre there that you're not going to be able to find a warmaster version of. No, exactly. No, and there are people who do warmaster type scale models. But then we did you did actually find somebody who did the effectively copies, if you like, of the. Uh, Old, of the battle masters ones, uh, battle masters models, models, models themselves, and they said that they could scale them. Didn't yeah, they? didn't you ask them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, so I think they they sell them at the standard scale, but they would they could they could scale them could down, scale them down. So that would be, just be really cool, and it would be quite fun to paint, um, and would look awesome on the tabletop. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a draw. That's a definite plus in in, in the doing it column. Um, that's just sounded wrong. Um, and um, yeah, and I actually then started thinking, what? Well, but then you could then you could add other races. Oh yeah, and things. Very I, mean, I guess if you were going to do that, you'd probably start with just these. These these work in exactly the same way as the chaos. They just happen to be skaven. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you could make and a skaven army. The yeah. goblins would be slaves. The orcs would be regular skaven. The chaos warriors would be storm vermin. The the knights would be yeah. ogre. Sorry. A rat, ogre. a rat ogre for an ogre, you know, an eye for an eye, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, you could you could easily do that. <laughs> Dwarves, you'd then have more cannons yeah. and handgunners instead of other bits. But yeah, that would be easy enough to do. Yeah, and then you could then you could start tinkering with the some race related. Um, that sounds wrong as well. Not, not, not very very good on the speech tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, but you could change up rules, but you, you don't want to change up too many rules. This is the no. thing. This is the, the, uh, you could very quickly see how GW slide into the uh, in, into the abyss of complex rules. Oh, but we could just um, and then wouldn't it be cool if the uh, elves moved a bit faster or uh, got an extra shot or something? You know, and then suddenly, suddenly it all gets horribly complicated. Suddenly there's four rule books um, that you have to buy. We'll yeah. never make that mistake. Coming soon. <laughs> Robot 15! Of Metal Bastards. <laughs> metal Bastards. Metal Bastards. There we go. <laughs> so, so um, what was the other thing you would change apart from the scale? Uh, well, the the movement thing. Now, I think there was some discussion even on the, uh, on the day as to whether everybody, whether you would 
basically get your own cards and draw your own cards at random. And so, 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 because basically the way, it worked, the way we played it was, you got the deck of how many cards there are, and you just drew off the top and whatever it was. So if it was knights, human knights, the human knights moved. And if it was human knights again, the human knights moved again. And if it was human knights again, then they moved again. So you could get situations where the one player moved his models and attacked um, five or six times in a row, uh, which can prove pretty disastrous. So we did even discuss on the day whether you should do it alternately. So to make sure, you know, basically take all the cards out and give them to each person, and they basically just draw their own cards at random. So you still have some randomness because you might still only you might do your knights three times in a row and then not be able to do them again for ages because you draw all the knight cards. Um, but I would think I would mess around with that mechanic because there's quite a few interesting mechanics around for that kind of thing. So you've got things like. Um, Wildlands, which you get a hand of cards and you play them in in order, so you could, you could choose. You get a little bit of choice as to what order you play things in. Yeah. Um, so you might you, have. You could even you could even just. So so you might you sorry. might have a bunch of cards and they might all be for your opponent's troops, but at least you can then pick the order that they're going to activate and hope that in between times your opponent yeah. has a load of your cards that they're going to have to choose, so that, that you've got some chance yeah. there, and you could say okay. Uh, his cannon's miles away, so I'm going to play the cannon card now because it's not going to be as effective right now. That kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you could vary it, couldn't you? You could either do it that way, where you it, all the cards were mixed, everybody had was getting both, or you could have just your own, so you were picking your own. Um, there are various various ways you could break it down. That would be, that would be quite interesting. Um, yeah, so that that I think that's where I'd start tinkering would be with the with the movement and maybe scaling back. And there was one one particular. Okay, I don't want to spoil it. The video. But there's one particular um, troop type which seems to, if it gets three or four activations in quick succession, uh, which it seems to do quite a lot, uh, is very powerful. So, would experiment with maybe giving them less activations or maybe more activations on on, on the opposing team, a bit of their yeah, equivalent force. Yeah. The other thing I thought about was. Um because every unit can only take three wounds before it's wiped out which means any troop choice that you've got which has which is rolling three or more dice has the chance to just wipe somebody out in one go um, yeah and I wondered whether it would help if you made it all the foot troops because the models themselves all the mounted troops have three models on a base and all of the foot troops have five models on a base would be to make all the foot troops which are inherently generally weaker most of the time have five wounds before they get wiped out and the, the cavalry stayed on three which would mean that the cavalry whilst they're generally rolling more dice they're a bit more glass cannon they'll, they'll you know potentially get bogged down against large rank and file units which would happen in real life as well if you don't strike and break them it would, quickly, yeah. then so you have to be a bit more careful with your knights um, you can't just commit them all yep. and, and then have them buzzsaw through everything because if they're not supported they'll quickly get just sort of bogged down in, in in rank and file and, and maybe that would help level yes. things out a little yes I wonder whether you could add um, supports oh yeah that was uh, another one underwater well. style Un underwater style because it's all obviously all hex based so you, then you make your rank and file troops a little bit more uh, better because you could keep them together and then when the night, nights or whatever were taking them they'd have to think about where they were coming from otherwise you, you could have supports um, I mean, you could do that thing you were saying with the with the five. Is it five yeah. wounds? 
Would you say, yeah, you could, you, you could definitely do that. I think. I, yes, I was, then I was wondering whether maybe you could maybe balance it out. If, if, if it was too strong, you could maybe balance it by saying, well, once they've gone below three fighters, they actually roll less dice. So they, they'd stay better for a time, and then they wouldn't be as, as strong. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 there's definitely things you could do that, 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 that um, will make the game more... Modern and and say more interesting is the wrong word, but um, I think just make it a little just, bit more just things you could tinker with. It's a little bit of depth, yeah, but not yeah. too much that it's overwhelming. Yeah, because it is a bit random. Yeah, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean there are some quite nice choices you have to make. Like getting in the tower is quite quite good. I think I think maybe the scenarios they. It was kind of always one team that ended up in the tower, um, yeah. until maybe the tower. There's been a few situations where the tower is a bit more contested because it's quite strong. Yeah, it gives you gives you give, it gives you quite a boost really for 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 what is quite a limited system anyway. And um, I'd also like to try and play around with because um, there are some dug-ins and there are some barricades and some other bits. Mm. I'd like to see it where you could maybe modify the board a bit more with a few more things like impassable areas and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Although, yeah, I guess you have to be careful. We didn't. It didn't get too bottlenecked. Yeah. Um, but that 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 is part of the interesting thing about the game actually, because we did have a situation where you had to make suboptimal choices because. Or, or things because you hoped you'd get a card which would move you get out of the way and then you immediately don't of course as soon as you think oh I'll just put the goblins there because I'm bound to get a goblin card before I get a Chaos Warrior yeah. card next card comes out it's the Chaos Warrior card <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I think there's yeah. a lot there that we could we could possibly play with it depends on our, our listeners and our viewers what they think but is that something people would like to see um, us do obviously there'd be a little bit of an investment up front because we'd have to get a new mat, I think we probably would need to get a, a Neopoon mat or something like that. Need some models, probably. Yeah, we'd have to get some, <laughs> the, some of the smaller models and stuff like that as well. But I reckon it would, because also they had those little little flags and the little movement bases and things. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily need that yep. so much. You could just have a little thing that had their symbol on, and you could just have a, a an A5 card which just had your your units on with the symbol so you know who was what and a little check mark for how many wounds they've taken or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of ideas. Wound tokens. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't even wound necessarily tokens. need wound tokens, would you? If you had a, like a little O5 thing with a with a little thing you could just cross off. No, no, I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm having flashbacks to my uh, horrors of. Um, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. <laughs> yeah, well, the cards. that's what I'm thinking. If we got rid of <laughs> and, and, uh, get wo- draw, drawing on, get things. rid of the wound tokens. I know you don't. But yeah, yeah. You can have and, and, and GW used to do this a lot in their games. I don't do it so much anymore. We used to get like in Blood Bowl, the original game, they did like a little pad of printed um, team sheets, so you could write out the team, and it was on a little pad. They they peeled the individual sheets peeled off. Um, uh, you never okay, used cool. them couldn't use them because obviously they were a finite amount so that you can use any of them so you would photocopy it badly onto like a piece of A4 paper and, and photocopy that a million times yep. instead and use those but you could do something like that yeah still got 
still got the pads. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> even yeah. though you haven't played still a game, there. game for thirty-five years. Yeah, <laughs> you did one. You wrote Brilliant. one team. You misspelled something. You crossed it. You got angry. You ripped it off, and then you thought, "Well, I'm not doing that again. I'm photocopying. I'm not making that mistake twice." <laughs> Is it like writing in your fighting fantasy book? Yeah. Who does that? What kind of a monster does that? Well, I did the first one. I did the first one because I didn't know any better. He's released a 40th. Is it Ian Livingston's released a 40th anniversary fighting fantasy book? Oh, really? I haven't seen that. And I think, uh, what was the name of the other guys? Ian Livingston and um, Steve Jackson. Jackson. I think they've both released a new fighting fantasy book or are coming up soon. Should have put that in our news bit. I'm looking now. You carry on talking about Battle Masters because I'm. um, um, That's pretty much it. We came up with a lot of ideas for Battle Masters, and I think the thing that really really captured it for us was the fact that it was just it was a nice simple game it wasn't very taxing it was quick and easy to play it would have been quicker if it had been on a smaller board and we didn't have to keep walking across the room to move a unit and then go back and sit down and turn another card over and realise you've got to walk back across the room to move that same unit again I feel like doing that would give you it would just give us something um, something interesting to do uh, yeah. Maybe maybe we should see if um, Warmaster's suggesting uh, uh, Warmaster confirming that the September release for both Ian Jackson and Ian, uh, sorry Ian Livingston, Steve Jackson. Okay. Yes, I just I just saw September. The thing I said it on saw it on didn't have any um, date when the post was written. Oh. So I thought maybe it was um, maybe it was uh, you know last year. Yes, the Shadow of the Giants. That's it. And uh, the secrets of Salamonis. Maybe at AgentsCon 22, maybe we can get Val to bring back um, to bring back Battle Masters, and we'll be able to stick a couple of tables together. Then she'd be able to reach. We'd have to get a couple of those sticks though, with the little pushy bits on that generals would use, and then we could finally Brilliant. play it on there. Go on, Val. You know you want yeah. it. I actually, <laughs> I actually met Steve Jackson in Livingston. Did you back in the day? Games Workshop in Birmingham. Uh-huh. They were doing a book signing, and I went, went along with my Fighting Fantasy books. And my Steve Jackson did a puzzle book called The Task of Tantalum, which I've still got signed. Um, Be worth something, though. Yeah. Might just sort of quit. Well, it's not worth that much, actually. I think I did look, because I did sell off a load of stuff a while ago, and it wasn't worth that much. It wasn't worth enough to make me want to part. No, no. And, uh, even if it was worth a lot, I mean, I'd, st- I'd want to keep it even more, then, I think. Well, there are some things that, that, that you do, and then other things. I, I sold, I had some signed David Gemmell books, and I sold those because they were just cluttering up the space, and I was never going to read them, and they were worth quite a lot of money. So I sold those. And I sold, and I kind of regret this, and also kind of don't. I sold my Lost and the Damned. Oh. Well, Chaos Lost and the Damned. Because that was quite hard to get hold of, because I think it had a very limited print. But I sold it for like 75 quid or didn't something. Did GW re release it? Um, but then they re-released it <laughs> shortly afterwards. Well, a few years afterwards. Um, yeah, brand spanking. So I thought actually, so I could buy it. I could buy it and get a new one. But actually, the reason I ended up selling it was because I did love that book. I think it was my, all the books I had it was my favourite. But actually, I barely used yeah. it because it came out towards the end of my GW role play. I used it for role playing more than for battle. And it came out towards the end of my GW career at that point in time. So it was barely used. And of course, then I came when I came back to the hobby, it was useless. Yeah. So, although I loved it, it was it was actually pointless keeping it. I was never going to look at it. In the same ways, I've kept hundreds of issues of White Dwarf from back in the day. 
I did keep them, I think I haven't got very many left now, but they get it utterly pointless. Oh yeah, I'll look at those one day, but of course you don't because they don't bear any relation to the games that, as they are now. No. So they're, they're quite nice from a nostalgic point of view, and I've kept a couple of issues, like you got me that issue in 53, um, which I love because it has some other significance rather than just, oh, I might, I might look at the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Adventures, um, but I won't. <laughs> so, so, I might, uh, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, Battle Masters version two. Yeah. Maybe that is something that we should we should look to try and and do. Maybe we can. Maybe the first step at some point in the nearest future would be to come up with a a scaled down set of board and maybe even start. If we don't bother looking for models, maybe we just get some tokens and we could just do it that way. Maybe I think half the fun what? is having some little models though. Gonna say. Can't do without models. I mean, you could play test stuff. Yeah, but you can't do without models. It, it's a, it's a bit like um, what was the Ascension Tactics, the game? If I was Piers Morgan, I'd have left at that point. <laughs> just gone. But you realised. Got those off. But you realised you're not an insufferable left. prick, so you weren't going to. Yeah. It's a bit. Well, let's not be hasty. <laughs> <laughs> I could still be an insufferable prick. Um, it's a bit like Ascension Tactics, <laughs> like playing that. I really enjoyed that, but it's like. Just, just needs some models. It's just, just, just some maybe a couple yeah. of models. You'd have to have jumped on the Kickstarter for that and then paid, paid vastly more money. Yeah, that's the problem with that kind of thing. It's yeah. like when you're eating second, yeah. it just needs like a little bit, of, a little bit of salt. It's just, just missing, just <laughs> missing a little bit of plastic. That's all I need. Yeah, well, I don't know how much it would cost. It probably might be very expensive. For, for, for. Models, especially in small scale. Well, I think it was still about seventy quid for. Oh, okay, that's that's more expensive than I. Than I, thought I think that was for all the models, okay. and that is custom printing them, I guess, well, at, at ten mil scale. Yeah, so I suppose. Yeah. You're paying yeah, more for the the effort of printing them and stuff than you are for the actual cost yeah. of plastic, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, we'll just have to get more patrons. Yeah. To come to Agents Con. Come to Agents Con. Join the patron. Uh, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yes. We need cards as well. We need the. Cards. We would, but we, again, we, we could those. print those out and just laminate some in the in the short term, and then come up with something yeah. better. Well, just put something. Put them in sleeves. Yeah. Oh yeah, just sleeve them. Yeah, that'd be easy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mini junkies do need the plastic, says Dead Hand. That is hundred percent true. Everything's yeah. better with. The Dead Hand would love to see us take on this project. Good. So uh, there's only five people watching, so we, that, that's a pretty good. And one of those is me. So that, yeah, that's like 25 percent of people are interested in us taking this project. Uh, is, if there's two out of five, include, if you like include 40%. me, it goes up to 40 percent. Well, yeah, well, I wasn't including myself. But if we take it up to, it was like one out of four. But if we don't include me, it's two out of five. There we go. 40 percent <laughs> of people want a new version of Battle Masters. But that, I think, yeah, that that's. It just feels like a really. It could be a fun project to do, and I think as we're going to take a bit more of a laid back approach, we. We've probably almost definitely completely given up on the idea of ever doing serious campaigns of games because it just requires yeah. so much effort in between games. I'm not saying never, but it's like the minute you have to start writing down and remembering things, we're, we're done for. It's because we're magpies as well. Yeah, there is that. So, I mean, that's the other thing to consider. If we do start this Battle Masters thing, we'll, we'll make two changes to the rules and then never use it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, it won't uh, be our worst. Because we must play Middle Earth. We must play yes. Middle Earth. Yeah, well, we yeah, played I mean, that, really enjoyed it, and then haven't done it. 
I, again, I can see Middle Earth being something that we play lots of one-off skirmish games that we wouldn't actually ever play. Yes. Uh, although that does do a lot of it for you, so there is still that aspect of it. That, but the Battle Company's manager is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we, I, I think we need to get this streaming off done, and then we can play multiple games in the evening. Well, we we know how playing multiple games in an evening goes, but well, when I say multiple, I mean two. Two is a multiple. But I mean same same <laughs> system though, yeah. Same game system. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, because we know it's like when we try. Yeah, we used to do that with Underworlds. We used to play a game of Underworlds, and then try and play a game of Kill Team or something like that. Just that was doomed, doomed to failure. Yeah. That's doomed to fail. That's what we should have called our channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or clueless fuck. It's one of the two. But there we go. Right. Yeah. So now we rushed through, and now we've got ten minutes left, and we've kind of. I, I, I was a bit worried that changes to Battle Masters wouldn't actually take up a lot of time. But I think that's because when when I had the idea, we had played it Battle Masters, and we talked about it a lot. But of course, we haven't talked about it that much and I can't quite remember how the rules worked <laughs> things like that like I completely forgot that you rolled dice the, the bespoke dice I completely forgot that but I think it'd be quite good because um, we, we talked about having like the um, the assisting like in Underworld but I think that would go really well because it's just a simple yeah. extra little dynamic where it's a case of yeah, yeah. if you've got that it gives it gives you a little bit extra to do a little bit extra damage but not masses it's not overpowered and Again, it, it it sort of rewards you for keeping your your troops near each other. Whereas in the old version of the game, you know one particular type of model could easily just plough off through and not have to worry about if they were on their own or not for the most part. No, no. Again, and that would mitigate the um, if you've got multiple multiple cards for your knights. It would mitigate the fact that if you charge them up into enemy territory on their own they actually would be you know if you could get people to surround them or your enemy surrounding you they would be a deep shit whereas as it stands they're no, they're no worse yeah <laughs> they're, no, they're no worse if they're you know if they're just one on one if, if it's five three on one it's it, it doesn't because they're not all going to get a chance to necessarily attack before the knights get no. to cape, wipe someone else yeah. out and then somebody else out somebody yeah. And, and another th and, and it's the same dice roll the dice rolls are any more weighted as a result so it doesn't, you know, the, the net effect of, of having three units of well maybe a different thing there's no, there's no bonus yeah and another thing uh, I, and this is how we were talking about the GW just suddenly go and we could do this and we could do this and we could do this but you could then have like the units could have different little extras like um, if the knights move a hex nearer to the person they're attacking before they attack them they get plus one dice or something like that whereas the wolf rides you could say you know after they attack they can move a hex away or something like that you know just to give each of these a little bit more flavor you are, you are going down the trap yeah that's the trap isn't it going down the trap i do feel well, well, well. i did think of one other thing i would change and i think i would change um the range that the archers and the crossbowmen fired at i feel like they should shoot more hexes not many but like the archers only shoot two hexes and the crossbows shoot three it feels like right. it should be maybe three and four or four and five yeah crossbows shouldn't be able to shoot every turn there <laughs> that's the thing with crossbows I can't remember because <laughs> you can't do that though with the I think like archers should be able to move and shoot but maybe they should get minus one dice if they do that 
but crossbowmen can't move and shoot. It's move or shoot. Full stop. Yeah. 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 That, that would be that would be reasonable. And these are all very simple, tiny um, things that you could have in a single line underneath the unit description. This is the thing they do. And yeah. Not a massive, not a massive change. And I, I wondered whether whether you could use underworld dice as well. Um, but I don't know how well that would go. But it would be, it would be easy if you counted the swords and the hammers as hits. And then it would start to get... You, you You need some blanks for misses, don't you? I guess you could maybe have the... I, I can't remember what the dice distribution was. I, guess I think it was just two skulls and one shield. Right, OK. So. Uh, War Machine does ask if we, yeah. if we want to, if we're going to make any more Lord of the Rings LCG videos, Robin. He enjoys seeing the frustrations trying to take down the hill troll. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. I've just been too busy. Um, so I, I started doing the preparation for my next one about a fortnight ago. And it ended... I think I had two goes. And it started to get a bit better. And then I just haven't I haven't got back to it. It's, it's, there's just too many things. I'm, I'm too lazy. Not lazy. I'm, I'm inefficient. I'm not lazy. I'm always busy, but I'm just inefficient. <laughs> I'm not busy effectively. Um, so, so I wouldn't. I definitely want to play more, but it's it's finding the time to, to get there. That's the problem. Um, so, uh, I mean, Pete and I have been talking about whether we might meet more more often if we do streaming and actually stream on Tuesday nights in the same location uh, sometimes. So then maybe we could play more games like that together and stream it. Yeah, that might be fun. Um, but 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 I do want to. But it's just to say that it's 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 finding the time to do all the stuff because they do they do require more. Ironically, they require more preparation because although it's just me playing on my own, there's no point in me just playing. Yeah, just turning up and playing because it won't go very well. And then you know, that's no good for anybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I do want to play. Is the answer to that question, War Machine? It's just, it's just finding the time. And I, and I, I was thinking, oh, I, I, I don't know whether you do this, Pete. I was thinking, oh, well, I, I, yeah, I've, I've done quite, I've achieved quite a lot this week. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've done the painting that I need to do, and I've written a couple of things for Geek Dad, and, uh, yeah, and I think, oh shit, I haven't played Middle Earth, or I haven't, I haven't cooked and doing dinner. Um, God, I haven't that, fed that, the that children again. So, Bloody uh, hell. Yeah. That's so that 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 that's where I'm at at the moment because I was thinking oh, I'm really on top of everything. Then I realised I hadn't cut the unmatched video, so I did that, and then I realised behind something else. Tomorrow I'm going to have to um, I'm going to have to do the, the cutting of the podcast episode, and then I've been writing up the podcast episodes for Geek Dad to try and get a bit more traction for the podcast, and that takes some time. So um, I'm not sure that it has gained any extra traction, but you never know. You never know. Um, so it's all it's all good fun. But yeah, so I would I do definitely want to play more. And I will, I will I, I endeavour to do so, but unfortunately, I do have magpie syndrome uh, or squirrel syndrome, and uh, other things catch my eye, and then I go off and do that. So that is a real problem for me. It's something I probably need to work on. Fifty next year, maybe it's time to settle down. There's just there's just too <laughs> many there's too many shiny plastic things to come out to, to steal our time. But you know if. I, if I ever win the Euro yeah. Millions, then obviously I'll be playing something a different. I'll stream a different thing every single day. And I think bizarrely, I mean, I, I do have a, I say I have a social media problem. It's not too awful, but I do have a tendency to doom scroll. And obviously, with the state of politics in the UK at the moment, there's an awful lot of doom scrolling going on. Um, and that that and that I almost need to lock this thing in a 
box. That's my phone podcast lens. Um, to, to, so that um, I don't look at it. But then I miss out on the Discord. And that's the problem. Yeah. Because the Discord is Discord is really important um, to, to, to lots of things. And so if I, I almost need to take various things off the phone, which I never do, so there's no point in, 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 in saying that. But uh, yeah, I, I, need, I need to focus more. Uh, that's what my mum would tell you. And um, in that respect, she was right. She was just wrong in every other respect. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. This, this, is, this is the problem, isn't it? It's just, there's too many things, too much to, to draw your attention, both good and bad. Like I said, the doom scrolling and all the mm. crap that's going on in the world, but at the same time, it's very hard to then to concentrate. I mean, you know, day job for me as well. You've got all the housework, kids and stuff like that. It's just, mm. it's, it's very easy to just get into. Yeah, I think... Sorry? I think we're focusing, focusing very heavily on the Lord of the Rings here. I think the problem with the Lord of the Rings card games, like painting, there's definite mindful. My, my wife sees the benefit of that. And I could squeeze in 25 minutes here, half an hour there. But the Lord of the Rings card game, it's at least an hour, yeah. probably, certainly before I started playing. And it's literally just me playing cards on my own. <laughs> just with everything else that I need, that I should be doing with my time. It just never feels like it's the best. It's the best use of time. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of the most luxuriant things you can do is to just say, I'm going to shut myself in a room on my own and play cards for an hour and a half. Just Yeah, exactly. At least when it's like when we meet up, there's an organised thing. I'm going to your house, you've got me coming over. There's yeah. that kind of aspect to it. There's a, there's a social interaction which is important so that we don't go mad. Exactly. But that is just, yeah, it, it's tough. My my son's actually home off school at the moment because he's finished his GCSEs, um, and so we have started playing board games. There you go. We've only done it two days in a row, but uh, we started playing board games this week, so that's quite cool. So we're going to play Undaunted tomorrow mm-hmm. because we have not played that before. Um, we've been playing as as all, um, which he because he is a bit of a math genius and his pattern recognition skills are off the charts. Um, and so I haven't won. Yeah, I haven't got close to winning yet. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but so I think that's going to be the story of my summer, um, because he is amazing at um, just seeing what you need to do to win the game. All the games we've played so far, and so like we used to play the Ascension game with him. That isn't isn't the not not a tactics one that we played on the channel, but the old just the deck builder. And he would just always build a, a machine. The machine that he built by the end of the game would just be churning out victory points. <laughs> so I'm just watching, going, "What? What's it's going the young on?" Young man's game. <laughs> young man's game. So, uh, so yeah. So, so we're going to play Undaunted. I've got the June um, Imperium game too. I'm going to dig that out and play with him. Um, and uh, I've been playing with my younger one. We've been playing Machikoro, uh, which is always just always to put it back around to sort of the subject title a bit. This is the reason why I like things like battle masters and stuff like that because you can't game the system to make it the thing you're doing that much more super efficient than your opponent you're on a level well, I mean the game's a bit unbalanced but you're on a level pegging for the most part it, there is none of that not being able to spend two hours beforehand preparing for it type thing and that's what I like about them gives us old fogies a chance yeah yeah but the only problem is for me and I don't, I don't yeah, the, the only problem is you you run the risk if it's just luck, then it becomes pointless playing. Yeah, yeah, there needs to be it's getting the balance of skill. It's a thin, it's a thin line. Yeah. 
a thin line between overcomplicating it. Yes. Um, and that's why I think Battlemasters right now it relies just a bit too much on random chance. There's some skill yes, there, does, but I think the chance right, outweighs the, the skill and I think we need to pull the skill back in a little yeah. bit. And because it's not weighted because it because it's not it's not quite weighted fairly. Yeah. It's not even at the end of the day I don't think it's even down to chance. It's very, very hard to win if you're one time one side. Um one other thing we might play War Machine is I've, when my other son is off because he's big into his Marvel stuff. We might play some Marvel Champions. Maybe we'll get some Marvel Champions games onto the, onto the channel because I've got the Sinister Six box, Sinister Motors box over there um, that, I, that I really want to play. And I'm going to make him play it with me so he's not just sitting on his computer all day and he's finished school. And that brings us to eleven o'clock. It's eleven o'clock and all is well. Yeah, so I think you're right, Pete. We probably do need to stop stop calling these titles. Just call it Robin and Pete Ramble. Yeah, probably <laughs> round up something. I don't know. Answers on a postcard. Let us know what you yeah. think we should call this, uh, and let your friends and your relatives and your f- neighbours and everybody know that they should listen to it anyway because it's not just about Battlemasters or whatever else the subject is. It's it's about all sorts. Yeah, Robin and Pete's smorgasbord, hobby smorgasbord, agents of smorgasbord. Yeah, agents of random <laughs> guff. Arg. So with that, we will say good night to you all. Thank you for listening, tuning in. If you're live now, or if you're listening to us later on the podcast, do get in contact with us on Twitch. Uh, sorry, on Twitch, on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on YouTube. Do let us know what you're enjoying. Do let us know what you'd like to see. And uh, yeah, hopefully we're gonna you're gonna start seeing a lot more of us live. And uh, well, hey. hopefully that'd be a good thing. Yes, that'd be really good. Be really good if we get up a, a whole live stream following for games and stuff. That would be awesome. Uh, more than five would be lovely but thank you for the five who were watching it's really nice to have you have you on um, and it's really really great to, 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 to talk to you wherever you are yeah. um, and hopefully and don't um, forget beyond more machine and don't forget you're not all bots and <laughs> don't forget Agents Con 22 September 24th do keep your eyes peeled for that we will be shouting about it and uh, yeah more information will be following soon absolutely Cheers, Thanks guys. all for tuning in and listening, and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the show. We'd like to put a special thank you out there to all our Patreon supporters for making this possible. If you do want to help support us further, please check us out on Patreon. All money placed goes straight back into making more of this content. Also, don't forget you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll find links in the show notes. We'll see you soon. Bye!